Yo, what's good? It's your boy Danny P. You should know what this is. This is that audio blog, podcast, vlog. It's not a vlog as in a video blog, but it's like a voice blog. So, you know, this is what we're doing right now. And um, you done tuned in to the Art of Struggle podcast by me, you know, your presenter, your host, your uh, 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 everything, Danny P, <laughs> a music artist, um, music creative, a creative period, all that jazz. So let's let's kill the noise and get straight into this podcast, though. Yo, what's happening? Uh, it's your boy Danny P. Obviously, um, this is a new episode of the an independent artist struggle podcast. Independent artist struggle podcast. I don't even know the name of my own damn podcast. That's a damn shame. Anyway, not to be unprofessional. Now that we got the unprofessional shit out the way. Um, I wanted to talk to y'all today about... Or I wanted to start a conversation about... I guess pose the question about why we make music or why do you make music or make you think about why do you make music or what's driving you to continue to make music my dog does this every time i come in the basement every time i come down here because that's where my setup is my i'm recording my all my recording equipment is in the basement so i come down here and i podcast in the basement Mm, so to pose the question or what are you doing it for like what like and what are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to, like, what are you ignoring? What possibilities are you ignoring future-wise just to do music or just to have the facade or seem like you do music or be in the mix of doing music? Like, what, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm probably going to ramble a lot today. Um uh, I'm going to dig into some of the, the videos because I'm going to touch on the, the Takashi 669 six, um, trial because uh, I don't know shit. I ain't going to lie to you. I, ain't, I don't know shit about it. I'm going to be looking this shit up. I'm probably going to play a couple videos and clips and whatnot, and we're going to rock like that. So um, just be patient with me. Uh, welcome back to the Independent Artist Struggle Podcast. Appreciate you for tuning in. We're going to get into this. All right. So, I guess I'll start with... I'll start with... I'll start with the reason... I'll start with why I make music or my reasons, what I plan on getting out of it. So, the... Me starting to make music, it wasn't a fluke. It wasn't like, I mean, like, I don't want to say it's destined, but it was already introduced. Like, it was introduced to me immediately. Uh, I think I talked about this on the podcast, but my mother plays the piano in Oregon. Not so much. My aunt plays the piano in Oregon. Um, I was told my grandfather, my mother's father, he had a good singing voice. And my mother, she was in like this, uh, this choir in high school, uh, Shaw Choir in East Cleveland. And 
she got a scholarship in high school um, for music. Uh, I can't recall if it, I'm thinking it was just a singing scholarship to a college in Tennessee. I forget the college name. I don't really remember, but she had a scholarship. Um, she didn't, from what she told me when I was younger, she just didn't do what she was supposed to. So I'm assuming they took the college scholarship back. Uh, and uh, my aunt, she was in a gospel group. I don't, I'm, I'm not, I'm positive that they weren't national, but um, they played here on the local gospel station, uh, Bill Spivey and the operators. Uh, she played the piano for the group. So she played the piano and she sang in the group. And she taught me a little bit on the piano. She didn't teach me a lot. Um, she, what my young attention would keep or pay attention to, she she tried to teach me some stuff. Um, and so me... I played the drum at church because my mom played the piano and I guess it was it would be a bonus to have a drummer that will come with the piano player. I don't know. I'm not going to get into that church politics stuff because I don't want to offend nobody. Uh, but so I played the drums. I sang in youth choirs and all that. Uh, and in Miss Forrest's house, with my grandmother, in Miss Forrest's house, there was no secular music allowed. I don't think I heard only the, uh, the only memory of secular music that I remember being in my house that my grandmother seemed to allow was a MC Hammer video, and I think it was for this Adams Family movie that came out in like '93, so '92 maybe. 9291 uh, I, I I don't know it's probably 90 9192 either way it go if, <laughs> for anybody that know like around that time that was I think that was around the time that I'm not even gonna make myself sound crazy like I don't know what I'm talking about but around that time just imagine what music was going on in 9192 and the only thing that I could get away with listening to was MC Hammer. And I think that was around the Too Legit time, but it wasn't the Too Legit song. So Too Legit to Quit. So no secular music allowed in Miss Ford's house. Um, my mother somewhat held that. Like I, it's been instances of me remembering something, some shit that you, you know how you remember some shit. That's like, uh, you wasn't supposed to be doing that. So, instances remembering my mom listening to Backstreet, Blackstreet, not Backstreet, Blackstreet, no diggity. So me remembering that lets me know that right away I picked up on sounds, I picked up on melodies, like no diggity, no doubt. And on at that time, that shit was on the radio a lot, so it's not like it wasn't um, it wasn't, you know, it was just some random shit. And I remember my mom hiding that tape because she's we're now we're church people now. We ain't supposed to be listening to that stuff because 
that stuff will send you to hell and it's not for God and blase blase and all this all this other extra shit. So remembering things like that that I don't know. I that lets me know that I just I'm supposed to be doing this. You know what I mean? And I would love to be do this on a bigger scale. Honestly, I I, I would just love to do this to be able to have a have a big house, pay for pay for my kids, just be able to make make money on a consistent basis all the time to where I leave the house when I want to. I move on my own terms. That's and I'm jumping the gun, but that's what I want out of it. I want to be able to move on my own terms. Just chill if I want to. You know what I'm saying? Not worry about nothing. Knowing my family got everything that they need. But I'll get deeper into that later. So, <clears throat> I guess more... I don't, I don't really need more history, but... So, I guess fast forward to... 9th, 10th grade, free loops. Was amazed. Got the free version for my computer at my house. Started making beats at my house, uh, figured out how to record on Fruit Loops, started recording songs. After figuring out how to make beats, I made songs. But before that, I made songs on a video game console, the PS2, two different beat-making video games. Dope, long story. I think I made a podcast about this. You can go back and check that podcast. Um, if I, I'll put the link to that podcast in the description of this podcast. Hopefully, I remember this. Uh, and ever since then, I just I just wanted to learn more about recording and songwriting and making music and making music and writing songs and shit like that. Like, if I could just sit here all day, write music, make music, and then on top of that, make money from doing that, like, I'm lit. That, for real. That's, that's it. So, my reasoning is very, like, why I make music is very simple. What I want, I, I might double back. I don't think I'm, I'm going to double back a little bit uh, later. What I want out of music is very simple. The reason is very simple. And I, I guess I did this shit in a nutshell, but I I mean, it's, it's, it's simple just to take care of my family and be able to express myself. So now I, I guess we about to get into the perception of why people want to pursue making music. So we'll be right back. Just uh, stay stay tuned. I appreciate you rocking so far. Stay tuned. So let's, let me let me say this. It bothers me when people who don't spend the time of trying to figure out the right note to hit or the right word to place where want to make music, which is a free country, a free art form. I don't control it, but it bothers me. And I'm not going to be like complain about it, but well, this is not a complaint. I'm not going to harp on it, I guess. I don't know. I don't know the right word. Um, when people who 
just because they see it as a finesse and they know that they have a bigger audience or they have the attention of more people than average, they they abuse making music. And I'm trying to figure out how to say this without sounding bitter or upset or any any of that hater haterish sounding shit. But look, it's it's and and this is not me because I ain't gonna lie lie to you and sit here and say I sit here for hours and figure out how to spit uh, what the right note the the right note to hit or the right. Um, drum roll to put in or to write. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I don't. I love making music, but I'm not about to kill myself making music. I've taken plenty of breaks. Like, officially, I'm working on a, on the album, the Gemini Sun album. I've had chances to put out so many projects and I just didn't put them out. Like, back then, younger, when when I was trying to perfect some shit, that's when I was trying to be really be on my artist shit. That's when I was really on some perfectionist shit. And that shit is stupid because at the same time, it's like nobody's getting here because you're sitting there judging yourself. Oh, this needs to be better or this needs to have this or no. Like I'm at the point where I'm somewhere in between uh uh I don't want to say a starving artist, but the starving artist mentality and the, the 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 unloyal music artist mentality. Like I'm, I'm just trying to get something out of it. I'm like right there in the middle. So, <clears throat> I I guess where I'm going is, like I, I neither side is good or bad, but I just don't like the abuse of it. I don't like the the cash grab of it with the people who don't care about the art form. They're taking attention away from the people who dedicated their lives to shit. You know what I mean? And my dog really wants my attention. Fam, just take this and go. Go. Go over there. Anyway. So, I don't know. It it just got to be like some kind of way to weed them out to it got to be some kind of way to weed the people out who are abusing it got to be a way to weed out the people who are abusing making music and taking that attention away but like people say all the time the cream rises to the top so just got to keep making dope music with that being said um With that being said, you just got to keep your head down, keep grinding, and keep, if if you're a true artist, and, and even if you're not a true artist, even if you're just truly trying to get some money out of this, you already know what you got to do. You just got to keep getting that attention that you've been getting. So I don't, I don't knock anybody's hustle. I just don't like the unfair attention of it. I think it should be like, like I think the culture we live in should be, just as welcome to, welcoming to the fuck shit as they 
welcoming to the 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 creative shit as they are the fuck shit. You know what I mean? But that's neither here nor there. Um, hold on, we'll be right back. So I was gonna. I guess I'm trying to figure out what Takashi sixty nine wants wanted out of music. Like I'm pretty sure I know he just wanted money and attention and fame or money and fame. Um, I can't speak for him. I can't say my word is bond on what he wanted, what he was trying to get out of it. But I could, I could speak on what the perception is and that type of personality. That <coughs> excuse me, that whole persona shit. Uh, like it's the nigga at school that's always the loudest, and and he made plenty of plenty of videos and contents and, and shit where he had to make so much noise so just to be like on some look at me type shit and I'm not trying to psychoanalyze this nigga no I'm not a therapist I'm not in school for therapy none of that shit but you know you know the vibes when you see him you like when you hear him this not the school bully but the nigga that at school that talked the most shit like nigga I beat your ass you lucky I gotta go do this shit like that's the that's the type of vibe I got from him. like I couldn't I don't know I couldn't be I couldn't be in school with like I couldn't be in a room too long with a nigga like that cause nigga you only want attention now when niggas pull these hands up out their pocket and really get ready to square up like you just gonna be on some on some fuck shit, just like, nah, I ain't trying to, nah, I got this shit to do. I'll beat your ass. I would, but I ain't got time to beat your ass. Shit like that, no. No. Now, now it's time to fucking fight. You fucked up, bro. But this this is, I don't know, bro. Like, this shit is low-key sad because this nigga had, he, he built such an audience for himself, but he talked too fucking much. Like, the niggas that's really, really, really in the shits, you don't hear them talking. And this nigga was talking so much. Like, that's why the, that's, <laughs> I got it off of uh, American Hustle when Denzel uh, Washington played Frank, Frank Lucas. And he was telling his, uh his nephew, I think, the loudest one in the room is the weakest one in the room. And long story short, he was telling all the people that Frank Lucas was telling all the people that work for him, stop being so flashy. Just, you know, just, just you, when you doing the shit that we doing, the illegal shit that we doing, like you want to be in the room, but you don't want nobody to know you in the room. So all them fur coats, them flashy clothes, the glasses, the jewelry, blah, blah, blah. Y'all, y'all doing too much. Y'all too loud. And Frank Lucas ended up getting knocked. Long story short, uh, because he wore a mink coat to a boxing a boxing match. And that's how the police got him. So, with that being said, <clears throat> this nigga was the loudest one in the room. And now that you're the loudest one in the room, and you done got tagged a couple times, you trying to, you trying to call other motherfuckers in and be like, hey, no, you was there too. You was there too. Come get this ass whooping too. No, bro. No. This this is your ass whooping. So and this is the point he's at. It's been <laughs> it's been said because I'm trying to I'm trying to stay out of it, but I just don't understand. 
I just don't understand. When I don't understand, I be I gotta try to figure some shit out. But it's been said that he's testified today. Today is the nineteenth. It's Thursday, September sep- Thursday, September nineteenth, two thousand nineteen. It's been said that he's done already testified. He's <laughs> name dropped Jim Jones as a part of the gang that he's a part of, and. After I seen that, I'm like, that's some bullshit. And then I saw him drop, say that Cardi B is this is a part of that shit too. Now, which is really fucked up because I feel like he felt some kind of way towards Cardi B, which any nigga that feels some type of way towards a woman because a woman is doing better than him, you a bitch ass nigga. Excuse my language, sponsors, all that. But any man that feels some kind of way because a woman is doing better than him, you, bro, you not a man. Like, you, I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain it. Like, let me rephrase that. Any man, because you, you allowed to feel how you feel, how you feel. Any man who tries to make their self seem bigger than anybody, period. But in this case, it's Cardi B's man and a woman. But anybody who tries to make themselves seem bigger than anybody period who's doing their own thing and it's not worried about them or even talking about them or in their lane you're trying to make yourself seem bigger than somebody else that's not worried about you like you you are you are a fraudulent person you are mentally not well like they not think about you why does their success means you're a failure it doesn't and that's some shit I Honestly, I'm still learning, uh, but I'm not. If one of my R&B friends here in my city goes and gets signed, well, congratulations, you got signed. That don't got anything to do with me. Like your signing doesn't mean I can't make mu- music anymore. You know what I'm saying? Because you're signing to a record record deal, right? Signing a record deal doesn't mean I can't make music anymore. Doesn't mean it's not stopping me from making music. It's not stopping me from getting my music distributed. It's not stopping me from finding a show or anything. Like it's not stopping me from doing anything that I want to do. So in that case, him trying to make himself bigger than Cardi B, I felt like that's the weakest shit ever. And I just I just wasn't feeling that. So, I guess, um, I don't want to say, I don't know. The, the brother needs some, he need more prayer. Like, <laughs> it's crazy because he, like, when you when you listen to him talk or the couple of interviews that I did watch, and I didn't even watch it all the way, on the first Breakfast Club, like, like he just annoys me. And I'm so I I feel bad for him being in the position that he's in, but he knew what he was getting into. He knew the risk of being part of that organization or saying he's part of that organization. Now that it's time to be part of that organization, they about to lock your ass up. You want to be like, well, these people did this, and it's no, that's not cool, bro. You you just you're not being responsible for your shit, for your actions. And as people, we all need to be trying to figure that shit out on a daily, being responsible for our actions. But I don't know. Let me uh, collect myself 
we'll be right back uh we'll be right back so okay I'll say what I imagine he was trying to get out of making music or he assumed he was going to get out of making music or being a part of the organization he is because I'm not about to speak on some shit that I don't know about, you know, the street shit that it's all the way in a whole other state than what I'm in. <clears throat> like, like everybody else who looks to join the music industry, you're looking or like a lot of people, or the perception of joining the music industry, you're going to get a big payday right off the bat. So, don't know what his contracts look like. Oh, and another person, he, he name dropped Trippy Red. Like, anyway. Um, expecting a big pay. What I've learned over the, the past five years? About five years. What I've learned over the past five years is unless unless you're doing a show, there's no, this is not a cash grab. Like the music business is not a cash grab unless you're independent or you're going to perform at a show. So, and even still, if you independent, depending on the size of your team, you still got to pay for shit. Like you still got to pay out. You know what I mean? So, the way the music business is set up, albums, their album releases are, times to release albums are called quarters. 12 months in a year, so the first three months, I think I'm saying this right, 1, 2, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 10, 11, 12. Yeah. So the first three months is the first quarter. Second three months, second, third, blase, blase, fourth, blase, blase. And and it's like that. I was just listening to something. something was it earlier today? They were saying that they... It, no, that was yesterday, a couple days ago. I was listening to a producer saying... He still hasn't received royalties for songs that he did possibly eight months ago. Eight months from the time of that interview. So, if you think you're about to get into the music industry and in two days you about to get paid, like a, a stupid payday, um... And that stupid payday, that that uh, that signing bonus, that 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 advance, that shit, you gotta fucking pay back. It's a loan. I mean, shit. By by now, it's 2019. I think everybody should know that an advance is a loan. It's an advance to make your album, not an advance to ball out. It's not an advance to buy a new house. Although, if you were smart. Which this probably would just be me if like three years ago, I'll say two, two years ago I was still like okay I'll sign but I gotta have this and this and this contract gotta be a certain way. If you smart, you will buy a house, 
and then put the recording studio in your house, you could get a decent three, depending on what your, your contract is. Because if, if you get a million dollar, like, I don't want to say this. <clears throat> if you get a million dollar contract, get you a nice little, a nice $500,000 house, wherever you're from, depending on your area, it's probably going to be nice as fuck. Like, unless you live like in California or you live like in uh, uh, New York, like one of the highest places to live. Uh, nigga, I, a $500,000 house out here in Ohio? Bro, I'm, I'm lit. $500,000, bought the house. I got a million dollars. $500,000, bought the house. And I put the studio in the basement. I probably wouldn't even need over $100,000. I wouldn't even, I don't think I would need $50,000 to put together a studio in the basement. So all that other money, I would just put that shit up in the bank. Probably use that shit for advertisement on top of what the record label was going to, uh, you know, what the record label was going to do. Man, if you don't get away from me, dude, doing all that, go on. I'm just sitting here talking to you. Go on. Go. Go. She's sitting over here chopping away at her crotch and shit. You know what the fuck I was saying? Um... The rest of that shit I put up or or use for advertisement alongside of whatever the record label was going to do cuz they going every time like there's one video I was watching somebody was breaking it down they were saying every time that the record label pays for something for you you owe them for that so I wouldn't let the record label buy me no clothes I wouldn't let them the first year I want they wouldn't no don't buy me no clothes I'll get my own clothes no I don't need a stylist. I I can't. I'll take care of my own style shit. You know what I mean? Cause you gotta pay for women to be. It'll be clothes. It'll be makeup. It'll be hair. I mean, like a lot of like they they writing that shit down. Like that's a business expense. In business, you write business expenses down. You write them off for your taxes and get that shit back at the end. But that's a whole other story. So they writing down everything. They writing if they take you on a a business dinner, excuse me. If they take you on a business dinner, they writing that shit down. They taking that shit. You know they gonna add that shit to a bill. Like they giving you a big bill at the end. Uh, when your album when your album sales come in. So all the money you thought you yeah my album so my album went so uh it went platinum blah blah blah. I got a billion streams, fam. That money gone, bro. That money gone. All that money is going back to them after, and then after they pay you, after they take out all the shit that they did for you before the album drop, yeah, you get back whatever is left. So with that being said, if if that's the case, you might as well hire some niggas. You know what I'm saying? Use that million dollars, buy the house, put the studio on the house, get get some cameras. You know what I'm saying? Get get some content creators. Get you know what I mean? Just just set up your own like legitimately set up your own record label within your record deal. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't I will wait till I'm out I will wait till you out the record deal to start the record label because then they I don't not sure how that would work, but they would they would have a say in, well, this was our money that was spent on 
the record label that you created. So I don't know. Like I said, that's some some lawyer shit you got to talk to a lawyer about. But that's just what I don't know. That's just how I move with a million dollars, a million dollar advance. You know what I mean? But obviously, well, I don't say obviously. Imaginatively, I'm imagining that money wasn't coming in as fast as he expected doing music. And he talking to which these is hood niggas who own a record label. Money not coming in. And he like, hey, what's up with the money? Blah, blah, blah. Excuse me. Well, I need I need money for this. I need money for that. Uh, when when I'm gonna get paid? And then they he they they take him to go do some shit, some job, blah blah. blah. I don't know, some crazy shit. Like, all right, well, you do this, I I could give you a hundred thousand, blah, blah right now, if you you know come with me to do this. So, hypothetical hypothetical scenario. I don't know. Like, I haven't listened to any of the videos. Honestly, I've been trying to stay away from the shit, but this shit crazy like my nigga you built up like the one of the fastest rising platforms for himself and now that shit about to get thrown all the way like when Charlamagne said we'll see if you'll be around next year I think he lasted a year after that but the year after I don't know not that's just it's just wasted talent and that shit is always sad Mm, I'm probably gonna look at the uh listen to some of the videos in the uh in the court case and some of the court case and shit. You know what's gonna be I'm about to I'm gonna check out I'm gonna check out somebody that I've been saying <laughs> I've been saying I'm gonna stay away from that shit for a long time, for a while. And I I've been doing good, but Takashi and Dude was like like tight like gangbusters, so <laughs> gangbusters, he's in the gang and he's going to jail for gang shit. <laughs> gang gang <laughs> that's not funny anyway but yeah man so I mean I don't know I, I guess I just wanted to looking at the you <laughs> I'm gonna use this picture <laughs> I'm gonna use this picture looking at this picture is just like all I could do is shake my head you know what I mean just shake my head in disappointment I guess for it like it's not like I knew to do but it's just like it's disappointing bro Mm. Well, appreciate y'all listening to me ramble. You know, I'm not drunk. Actually, I haven't had no alcohol in, uh, in a minute. So, shout out to me for not being a drunk. Uh, <laughs> if y'all want to holler at me about anything, you know, come talk to me on all my social media platforms at D-A-N-X-E-P-X-2. Website is www.danxepx2.com. Um, I'm sure you'll find my emails and all kinds of ways to contact me. You know, you can find music there. It's just sad, bro. Uh, <laughs> uh, I appreciate y'all for taking y'all time out and listening to me. Um, hope y'all have a blessed morning, evening, afternoon, whatever time you're hearing this. You know what I mean? Um, I'll highlight y'all.